The New Grad Physio podcast is hosted by Andy Barker, consultant MSK and sports physiotherapist, private practice owner and the founder of The New Grad Physio. Having experienced his own rapid rise from student to dream job just 15 months after graduating, Andy knows exactly what it takes to accelerate your skills and fly up the promotion ladder faster than you ever thought possible. Having previously worked in his dream role at the Leeds Rhinos as the head of physio and rehab, Andy now consults with a number of individual elite athletes and within professional rugby, football and dance whilst running his own group of private practice clinics. He started the new grad physio to help student and new grad therapists just like you overcome the specific challenges you face at the start of your therapy career, helping you to dodge the common pitfalls that can cause confusion and overwhelm with your clinical practice and stop you getting the patient results and the jobs or promotions you deserve. This podcast will deliver you actionable advice, will help you make sense of your patient assessments, reason your treatments, and patient rehab to get results well beyond your level of experience. You will also discover what you need to do to open doors, to create opportunities for yourself, so you can enjoy the best possible start to life as a new grad physio. So, let's get started. Hey, it's Andy Barker here and welcome to another episode of the New Grad Physio podcast. This podcast episode is going to focus around career decision making and you, you don't need me to tell you that it is clearly so important. Your career, it's your career, it's no one else's career and, and it's really important that you, you try to make the right career decisions that are the best career decisions for you. And I think my probably biggest bugbear with this is that so many people are often too willing and usually for the right reasons to give people, to give other people, other therapists, career advice and and usually it's what they've done in the past you should do this because i've done it etc 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 you know the the case in point that that i nearly always refer to with the therapist that i that i speak to is you know you should graduate as a physio you should go and do your nhs rotations before you decide what to do but again the complete opposite and flip side of that is if you already know what you want to do then my question to you would be why would you do that now, if you if you really want to go and work in private practice or sport, for example, is spending the first two, three, four years, maybe more, in the NHS actually going to help you? Uh, would you be better getting into those professions a little bit earlier? And again, that's not an answer. That's just something to think about. And I think one of the, the biggest issues a lot of therapists have when they're a new grad is you just feel like you've got so much more to give. Sometimes the environment that you're in is almost holding you back, you know, and without question, regardless of where you want to work and what your dream job is, I'm sure you got into physio because you want to help people. You want to get them out of pain. You want to get them, you know, back doing the things that they enjoy doing the most. And again, that doesn't matter whether you work in the NHS department, whether you work in private practice or even if you work in professional sport. And whatever your dream job is, I'm sure at the heart of it all, it's about being good at what you do and helping the people that you work with. I honestly think that physio, and when I talk about physio, I'm talking about sports therapy, sports rehab, helping people with you know physical problems, is 
the best job in the world. You know, when things are going well, we're in a, a really privileged position to be able to to help people, to get them out of pain and to get them on the, the road to recovery. But on the flip side of that, when things are not going well, it can be one of the most lonely and frustrating jobs in the world when you're not able to help your patients in the way and to the standard that you would like to do. Um, as I've recorded this podcast earlier today, um, I was travelling down to down to London from my home in the north of England, um, and I was on a couple of phone calls. So these were both phone calls with two different therapists, both new grads, at different ends of the, the country, working in completely different areas of physio, but ultimately they had the same problem, and the, the, the two conversations centred around the same type of issues, and ultimately the problem they had, and the I guess the, the career question they had for me was, Andy, what do I do next? They're both for different reasons, a bit of a crossroads in their career, and both were looking for support and some you know help and advice as to what is or what should be the the best next step for them to to progress their their own career. So one of the therapists, you know, she just felt a little bit stuck, um, probably not as happy as she would like to be in the in the current private practice setting. She she currently works and, and feels like she's probably not getting the, the help and support. And she's not, you know, to put it bluntly, getting the help and support that she she needs as a new grad from the senior staff at her workplace, which is a sort of private clinic in in London. And she feels like she needs that support if she wants to progress and, and, and be more success, successful in her current role and ultimately get better at what she does so she can help more of her patients. The other therapist that I spoke to, uh, works full time in the NHS, and alongside that, does a part time um, rugby physio job with a semi professional um, rugby team. And and I guess his main question and these questions in the conversation were all about how he is going to make the transition from working full time in the NHS with a part time rugby role to actually work full time in professional sport. So I guess we talked about many different things. Um, but ultimately their question is, what should I do next? And I couldn't possibly detail everything we went through on those you know, those two calls. Um, but what I will say on this podcast is that we ended the calls with some real clarity about maybe why some of their attempts to progress their career, i.e. to seek more, you know, a new job, to get the support they actually need within the environments they're working had sort of fallen flat on the face, really, and again, give them some real clarity and support about what they actually need to do next, because it's all well and good giving help, support, advice, and, and wherever you may get your help, support, advice from, but the biggest thing is that actually turns into something actionable, you can actually, something you can actually do to, to actually help you progress the next stage, otherwise, what's the point? You know, you can nod your head, you can read a blog, you can listen to a podcast like this, but ultimately, and it might sound like you, you know, that sounds like me. You know, I'm in this, this similar sort of spot. I, you know, I want to progress my career. I want to do this. I want to do that. I'm currently a bit of a crossroads. You know, I'm unsure what to do. And you might listen to something, you know, read something, get some help and support or advice from someone. But ultimately, if you don't then do anything with it, then it's unlikely that you're actually going to actually progress. But I guess at the end of these two calls, there were some real clear next steps 
about what they need to do to move things forward. And, you know, are those next steps and those things they were going to do in the next few days, are they going to be um, the maker the maker or the breaker of um, them achieving their dream job? No, not, not at all. But what they are going to do is help them move towards that. And they're going to help making those those smaller steps towards them achieving their goals, both in the short term, the medium term, and the long term. And that's all we can do. Put one foot in front of the other and keep pushing hard and keep working towards our dream job. So both these therapists um, booked these calls because that's part of the support that therapists get when they are a member of my new grad physio membership. So alongside the access to all the clinical and career content in the members portal, access to the private um, community group that we have. They also get, as a member, you get access to, to myself as a, as a one-to-one mentor for help, support, advice with whatever it may be. It might be a clinical problem, it might be tricky patients you're dealing with, it might be a career problem or questions like the two guys I spoke to earlier on today. And the main reason I set up the membership and I first started wanting to help new grads is you know, I know how tough it can be transitioning out of uni and into the, the real world. And the biggest thing that helped me overcome all the problems, all the challenges that you're facing right now was actually somebody else. And somebody else who'd walked in my shoes, who'd actually done what I wanted to do and could help and support and guide me to, to do the same sort of thing. When you step out of uni, it's pretty tough. You know, you lose that student tag um, and you know you often feel that pressure you feel like you've almost got the weight of the world on your on your shoulders you know you might be working in the NHS department and patients have been waiting you know months to see you been in a waiting list for so long and then you're the therapist that's going to be tasked with getting rid of their shoulder pain or back pain or patella tendon pain or whatever it may be maybe you're working in private practice and your patients are self-paying and they're paying 60, 70, 80 pounds a session for you, a new grab, to fix them. Or maybe you work in sport and there's that pressure from the player, the manager, and everyone else who works at the club, the fans, the social media, and everything else to get the players that you work with back on the pitch as soon as possible. You know, they have to get back up for the weekend's game because it's a, a big game against the top of the table side and your team are going well. You know, there's, there's, that pressure's real, you know, and, you know, you. There's pressure additionally from maybe your boss at work to see, you know, patients as a certain number of times or maybe discharge them in a certain number of sessions. Then you've got to squeeze in all the admin work that nobody told you about at university that you somehow have to find time to do alongside actually seeing the, the patients you've seen in clinic and all doing this, keeping to time. So obviously your, your, your schedule runs well, your calendar runs well and you don't, you know, don't start your next appointment late. And do all this with a smile on your face. You know, this is the the real life, day to day life as a as a physio, as we know it. And probably the worst part of it, and the probably the most pressured part of it, is your patients and the players, the athletes you work with, don't care. They don't care if you've just qualified, if you're a year out of uni, or you're a hundred one years out of university. They still demand the same level of care, expertise, professionalism as a physio that has you know, decades more experience than you. And that's just, that's how it is. They're, they're still paying the same amount of money. They've still waited, you know, the same amount of time for that appointment. They, they demand the same level of care and service, you know, whether you've just graduated or you've been graduated 10 years or more. 
and this is just the clinical stuff, you know, what about that time, effort, attention that you need to to stay on top of your, your career, to keep on top of your CV and letter application? You know, where do you find the time to look and apply for jobs or maybe prepare for that that next in- interview? You know, it's it's no surprise that's, that many, many therapists really struggle. You know, they struggle to survive as a new grad physio. But, but on the flip side of that, some therapists thrive. They do really well as new grads. And, and you might look at them with, I don't know, with a, a little bit of envy because I guess everything seems to be going pretty well you know, for them, but, you know, you're, you're struggling on, on, on the, on the flip side of that. So, you know, are you thriving or, or are you just surviving? You know, which one of those therapists do you feel like right now? If you're flying, that's obviously awesome. Well done and keep it up. But if you feel like you could do with some help, then please just reach out. You know, you, you don't have to do, it's this all on your own and life as a new grad is tough. Um, I know firsthand and, and, you know, I've worked now with hundreds of new grad physio sports therapists and sports rehabilitators and I genuinely think it is the most difficult stage of any therapist's career and hence why I set out to try and help as many new grad physios sports therapists and sports rehabilitators as I could via the new grad physio membership so if you want to get the specific help and support you need to get working towards your own dream job or indeed get any help with any other career or clinical challenge or problem you're facing right now, then head to newgrophysio.com forward slash membership. Check out the page. It'll tell you all about the membership, what it entails and how you can get access. If you want to learn more, then just scroll to the bottom of the page. There is a short form. It literally takes you 20, 30 seconds to complete. Hit the multiple choice buttons. Um, let me know what you're struggling with and I will get right back to you. As I mentioned before, the best thing I ever did as a new grad physio and I continue to do now as a so-called experienced physio is to ask other people for help. You know, nobody knows everything and I certainly don't. And there is always someone better placed than you to advise you what to do next. So if you want some help, head to newgradphysio.com forward slash membership, fill in the quick form, Hit submit and I'll get right back to you with some help. So finally, as always, I really appreciate your time and attention for joining me on this episode of the New Graph Physio podcast. Help and support, whatever you need. Again, just reach out to me, whether it's via email, andy at newgraphphysio.com, or you want to reach out to me, um, send me a message on any of my social media channels and I will do everything I can to help you out so thanks again for listening hope you have a great day whatever you got on and i will speak to you all again very soon thanks for listening to the new grad physio podcast before you head off i just wanted to make sure you did not miss this alongside his podcast andy posts a weekly blog on his website www.newgradphysio.com you can access all his blogs and loads more resources like his recent pdf the five breakthrough steps to confidently treat the shoulder right every time, avoid mistakes and stop you feeling less adequate than other new grads. This is Andy's most popular resource and has already been accessed by thousands of therapists just like you. To get a copy of this PDF or to get more information about Andy's upcoming courses or find out more about his new grad physio membership, head to www.newgradphysio.com. Have a great day. 
and we will catch you on the next podcast episode.